0: And I'm like, Delando! I was
1: basically
2: a Charles screen. It's like a giant little <laughs> bit, and he's like,
1: hey. Welcome to The Shakedown. I'm very news for yay. Wait, wait,
0: wait! Lit, I'm resistant. What is this? That's all
1: I'm saying. What? <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Shakedown. We hope you are doing excellent. We are doing...
0: (laughs) Living. Thriving. Surviving. Guys, it's nearly February. By the time this
2: episode comes out, it will be February.
1: Mm -hmm. Don't. No. No. Denial. No? Denial. Hey,
2: by the time this episode comes out, F1 will be back this month. That's exciting. I can deal with that. I can deal
1: with that. Yeah,
2: let's take a positive spin on it. So um, I'm really excited for everything we've got in store for this episode. Later on, we're going to be talking a little bit about how cars name themselves. Not themselves, they're obviously, you know, sentient objects, but how cars are named. But before that, we're going to do, go through our usual bits. We've got some exciting stuff that's happened this week. So I'm really, really looking forward to getting into that. But first off, we're going to kick off with Media Day. Now, as per usual, as soon as we stopped recording, so much news dropped. So, I think loads of stuff came out Wednesday, loads of stuff came out Thursday, and once our episodes come out Thursday, we record on a Tuesday. So, yeah, loads of stuff has come out since uh, last episode. So, we have had a contract extension announced for not one, but two drivers. Come on, who has announced a contract extension?
0: Landon Norris and good old Charles Leclerc. Right. Now, we've talked about how most drivers are out of contract this season. Mm -hmm. so
2: we knew that the 2024 season could be quite silly silly season but it started Mm -hmm. before the season has even begun like it's january and we've already got two drivers extending their contracts now both of them are in the same kind of situation so we're not going to delve into it too much because like i said it's kind of old news now but they both signed a multi-year contract which we know nothing about We can speculate that it's two plus one. That we can speculate that it's five years of your Charles and assigning your life away to Ferrari, but we don't actually Ellie. know. That, no, we don't actually know the details.
1: McLaren did hint that it's just that it's just extending Lando to the same length as Oscar, which would be twenty twenty six, because they basically said in their statement that they don't want to have to worry about driver contracts and regulation changes during twenty twenty six. So they basically pushed that ahead. That's basically what they yeah. said about Lando, but they never said it's till 2026. So no, technically yeah. we don't have a confirmation, but I'm taking that as one.
2: Yeah, and I think it's quite interesting, isn't it? Is, uh, as you said, there's a new regulation change at the start of 2026. And so it would appear that both of these two contracts, Philando and shall will see them through the first new year of regulations, which I think is, is a good platform to build on because sometimes cars get it really right and sometimes cars get it really wrong. And so it's, I think it's, sounds like it's beneficial for both of them to see that new season in but not necessarily be committed into it for the long term so yeah won't say too much more on that one because there's not loads more to be said but that was an exciting you know little bit of early silly season that we didn't necessarily expect this early now other announcements is we have had one oliver James Behrman announced as another official Ferrari reserve driver so he joins Antonio Giovinazzi and Robert Schwartzman as one of their reserves but you know he's part of the FDA we've seen him drive for Haas as a test driver I think it potentially points towards him potentially doing some FP1 sessions for Ferrari this year rather than necessarily just for Haas I would probably expect to see that later on in the year Hannah I know this is hugely exciting news for you any light to shed on anything else to do with that announcement no
1: um I think it'll be very interesting that you mentioned I never thought about what it would mean for Haas but I do think that he's probably going to be doing what Isaac did last year which he might be running sessions for both Mm which will be really interesting that also kind of has me asking what they're gonna do with Robert Schwartzman who's been doing their young driver sessions He's Hmm?
2: he's in purgatory
1: Yeah, so we don't really know because he wasn't mentioned as a reserve driver on the reserve driver team this year or as a development driver. So, because that leads us into our other news. Ellie, what is it? I don't know. I have two pieces of other news.
2: Arthur! Oh, yeah, no, him as well. Yes, so Arthur Leclerc is not coming back to F2 this year that we know of. There is one seat Mm. still available, but we're pretty sure it's not going to be occupied by him. But he is now one of the Ferrari development drivers at time of recording, he went out yesterday for the first time in an F1 car. Obviously, a really special day for him. But as Hannah said, I actually think that Robert was mentioned in the Ollie press release that I was saw. When yeah, whether or not that was an official press release or a media, I think it's Chris Medlin reporting it, and he said he joins Antonio and Robert okay. as development driver. So there's still some unclearness there of what that means for Robert's future. But yeah, exciting things happening in. Marinello mm-hmm. for small people now other bits of he's news older taller have, than all of us it, i'm talking age he is okay fine he is <laughs> younger than me i theoretically technically probably could have had him as a child i didn't but you know he's young so i'm gonna call him a small person okay fair enough thank you uh, right. it, uh, one of the most exciting pieces of news that came out for me this week was the announcement of a f1 academy alumni now, Lena Bula is part of the Sauber Academy, or maybe the Stake Academy now. <laughs> that sounds like a weird place to be part of the Steak Academy. But anyway, she's part of that yeah. academy. And she had aged out of F1 Academy. So she wasn't able to go back this year because she turned 25. But they have uh, posted and announced that she will be doing Freca this year. So she'll be, she'll be driving for Sauber in Freca, which I'm really pleased to see. I'm really pleased to see her get a drive for this year. And I think that'll be a great place for her to go to. So yeah, huge, exciting. Then probably one of the biggest pieces of news that dro- dropped since we recorded was the announcing of a new team name that is arguably more ridiculous
0: than Steak. Than steak? <laughs> right, because we saw
2: that one and we went, mm, surely it can't get any worse. And then Visa Cash App RB said
0: oh, almost
1: VCarb. If you will.
0: G carb said, Hold my steering while as you said. You know I'm what? G-carb.
1: You know what, guys? They're normalizing carbs. And I appreciate them for that. Okay. Right. And
2: <clears throat> they are making it so that we can't not say the sponsor's name. Because truthfully, and this has been this isn't an original thought for me, this has been said all over the place. Most of the teams have some ridiculous sponsors in there. Not ridiculous, but some more named sponsors than what we say. You've got Oracle Red Bull Racing. You've got Aston Martin Aramco, I don't think they've got the cognizant in there no, anymore. You've got Mercedes, what is it? Ask Lewis what it <laughs> is, but it's something along the lines of Mercedes AMG, one Exactly. You've got all of these much fancier names and we end up shortening them to something a little bit more accessible, with the maybe the exception of like the purest historical names they're named after a person. So V <laughs> seems to be where we're gonna land on this one.
0: What are your thoughts?
1: I think I, they're normalizing carbs and I appreciate them. <laughs> I got nothing <laughs> other
0: than go off. Take that name with okay. you, I guess. I got no.
2: Alongside the team name announcement, they announced a few other things. They announced some personnel changes. What, what, what of this is noteworthy?
1: So they gained a new racing director in the form of Alan Permain. For those who don't know the name, he left Alpine mid-season last year. He was their sporting director. Um, we saw that kind of outplacement in Alpine a lot last season, and I think we're going to see a lot of them popping back up if they didn't retire in new and different teams this year. This is going to be the first one. There was a couple others. I don't have their names as they were not put down as a their own specific articles.
2: Well, Same other than th- Allen to VCarb to- or other than Alpine to somewhere else? Other than Allen to VCarb. So Tim, so I know one of them. Tim Goss is going to be their director of something. So he's a former former FIA guy. We actually covered him a week ago in one of our okay. episodes. Yeah. So okay. he has moved from the FIA to be at VCAR as well. And there was one other, but I, I forget exactly what it was. But there, there's a few notable characters shifting over to this red, yeah. very much Red Bull affiliated. It, it's so I found out today that. Visa, I think it's Visa rather than Cash App, but one of the two is also going to be a Red Bull sponsor on their car.
1: So, Cash App is already one.
2: Is... Okay, then these two are very much linking together more significantly. And it'll be interesting to see what the outworking of that is.
1: Yeah, and they also are registered as using the Red Bull power unit. Yep. So, that makes sense. It's not surprising yeah. that they're going to be more affiliated. There are also changes. There's changes all around. Winter, we know silly season to be in the summer, but that's just for drivers. Winter break is silly season for everyone else. So like we see new people popping up in McLaren, who are from Ferrari and Red Bull. We see new people popping up in obviously the newer name teams, the ones that are going through a revamp, mm-hmm. they're going to have a lot of new people. So Williams have got a few new ones as well, as as from what I remember, a few new people. Yeah. and it's not worth covering it now because there's going to be so many more changes even before the first mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. uh, lights go out. So moving swiftly. But it's on.
2: important to note these changes are happening. Yes, it is, and these changes will no doubt have an effect. So yeah,
0: oh for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, now, Hannah, you said to us that about an hour before we started recording, the FIA released some new rules. Yes. Oh, this is about rules. this is media this is very this is new news.
1: This is Half new depressed. news. It won't be time, but it is right now. So, eight rules so far that are changing as of testing and technically right now. Some of these rules apply to right now and the next couple of weeks. First rule, appeal window that is usually 14 days. So if there is a call that a store makes that they don't like, they used to, they used to have 14 days to appeal it. And Mm -hmm. given their, you know, their deposit in case they fail. Because if you didn't know, they do pay a certain amount of money just in case they fail to appeal successfully. And they keep that. The window is now 96 hours with an optional 24-hour extension given a special circumstance. Now, 96 hours for those who don't want to do the math in their head is four days. That's a lot less time. But I think that it's necessary because well in theory if that was
2: if that was on a sunday hmm. you would have and, and there was a, a double header you would then hmm. have until the next race weekend started on the thursday to submit your appeal which i think makes a level of sense obviously you have weeks where there's not another race coming up fine but for right. me things from a race should be sorted
1: before the next race
2: starts i right. actually think
1: that makes a level of sense so uh, yeah if I'm honest with you, I think this stems from the appeal that Haas made oh, about the US That's Grand the Prix, thing, yeah. So the, and that oh, was yeah. weeks later. So um, it became irrelevant and yeah. it failed. Mm-hmm. The I think this is a welcomed one. The next one might not be so welcome. Fines are increasing. The max fine originally was a quarter of a million euros, which is about two hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Casual. Sorry, I now well, to. $50? cash it's now increasing to that one million dollar fine we heard about last year it's a max fine
2: and the reality is there's some on the grid for whom that would not be an issue
1: yes and there are
0: others on the grid grid that will be an issue yeah
2: now one question i have is with the fines are they paid by the driver on the team or does it depend who the fine is for
0: depends
2: who the fine
1: is for okay and do they count towards the cost cap? i don't know we'll get to that in a second
0: that would be very interesting if it did
1: Rule three that's changing. Last season they did they were allowed four power units, okay? For the length of the season. They're going back down to three. I like uh, this. Really? I like this. They're going is back that- down to three. Ooh. And I like this because it's gonna incur more penalties. We didn't see penalties last year unless they actually we like, were destroyed. Part, right? Yeah, we
2: saw yeah, one part, but that part wasn't his in fault. Vegas and that wasn't his fault. But I don't know. My thinking is if we have a season where there's appropriate battles. I will mm-hmm. be annoyed by it. If we have a season like last year where Max was just winning, 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 it spices things up. I yeah. quite liked it in the 2022 season, but mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't negate the racing. I hope it enhances it. Right. Interesting. I, re- I think we'll really see the difference between the power units, though. Like, I'm actually a little concerned for Alpine because they're probably...
0: In terms of the consistency of the consistency of like the power yeah. units and like the re- yeah. reliability of
1: it, it'll be really interesting. It'll add penalties. We didn't see any. We saw one power unit penalty last year, and it really added to strategy in twenty twenty two when they had yeah. that longer season and they needed to be like, okay, well, if this isn't our track, this is when we take the penalty. So right? yes,
2: that's an interesting one.
1: So just quickly going through them, and then I'll elaborate later. Shakedown is the shakedown and the preseason running of cars it used to be 100 kilometers or 20 laps of a five-kilometer track. It is now 200 kilometers. This Fine. is All right. for promotional purposes, Makes sense. so they can actually do marketing and shakedowns and not have to have multiple like multiple units on track. They can split it in half if they want to they can you know do whatever they want they can do their car launch how they want to mclaren is shaking down at silverstone and is rumored to be their launch as well so we're going to be launching at silverstone this year according to reports testing older models of the chassis must be at least two years old all components must be two years old the reason for this it's going to affect people like arthur Leclerc who are doing mid-season tests Is to Mm -hmm. prevent any of the stuff that he is testing Mm -hmm. to end up on the current car. That's not what he is for. So when
2: they say two Mm -hmm. years old, do they mean over two years old or from the
1: 2022 season? 2022 season.
2: Okay, so as in like if it was used in November Mm -hmm. 2022, technically that's like 14 months ago. Would that still be allowed because it was two years ago?
1: I think they're going to, that's a great question. I don't know. It wasn't really clear.
2: It just exactly. says two years.
1: So I'm assuming two seasons, considering this season hasn't gone yet. It might only be the 2021, co- I don't know. Like there's yeah. kind of said stuff about that, but it didn't really say stuff about that. If you know what I mean. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. post cap will be increasing for everyone, but not at the same amount. Oh. So okay. like both- for the bottom four teams. It is going up from forty-five million dollars to sixty-five million dollars.
0: Okay.
1: okay. Mid-pack, which is three teams. It's going up to fifty-eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. Which
2: I like this. Okay.
1: Okay. And for the like top teams, it's increasing only to fifty-one million dollars.
0: I like okay, this. A lot. I, I
1: support this. I support this. I support now, this. Now I really I... like this, and the reason I really like this is because the reason we didn't get Logan in an actually Up to spec car is because Williams said they didn't have the cost cap for it, which is true. I think this is going to give them the cost cap. I'm
2: excited. Bottom
1: four teams teams get sixty-five million dollars, which is about which is around fifty-one million pounds or sixty million euros.
0: I like that. I like it. I like it. I support this. Okay, excited for this now.
1: Next one. These the last two are mostly given or cosmetic the last the halo must withstand a new and heavier load test it this comes with the additional updates to its shape and to its load bearing last year in response to Zheogony's crash in in 2022 and then the last one sounds good the last one is wheel displays have been dropped for now now Mm, if you don't know what wheel displays are they were rumored as a they were they were supposed to be a thing this year where a screen and a wheel cover basically on the wheel cap you know mm-hmm. how like they have that like actually i have this behind me i can show you in a diagram this thing oh look at this yes this thing right here okay that has mm-hmm. the pretty blue and orange on it that thing mm-hmm. yeah. see came in handy um <laughs> it was supposed to have a screen on it so they could do an upright display They're dropping it because it would add too much weight to the actual chassis.
2: I'm not surprised.
1: Have they said any more about the rain guards? No. Okay. Yes, that is the updates. And I find some of them are amazing and I'm really excited for them. And some of them are not so great, aka 1 million euros being the max fine. And I wonder if they'll ever dish it out. We'll find out, right? (laughs) It's only the threat of it, isn't it? I think oh, it's yeah. a threat, and I know that how the drivers felt about it. So I really think that they'll actually, you know, be careful about what they do and what they say.
2: We'll see. Yeah.
1: I hope. So. <laughs> I love that.
2: I love that. Hannah, thank you. That's so up to date and genuinely makes a huge difference for the sport. I'm really excited for the Cost Cap one, actually. I think that will be potential. I'm excited be for be that. really one. great. Yeah, me too. Okay, social media moment of the week. Hannah, I've, I'm sorry to come back to you straight away, but
1: no i'm really i'm so excited okay this may not be from this week but i found it this morning or ended up on my feed this morning and i'm if it wasn't from this week it deserves to be shared this week arrow mclaren gave david malucas a camcorder during that's, media day
0: that's from this day. and that it just, is the best thing ever it's that's so been, that dropped
1: okay like I said, this probably was from a f- couple weeks ago because this is from Media Day, which was a few weeks ago. Yeah, but they're only just releasing content. They dropped an Alexander Rossi video
2: today, so you know it's, it's coming in it and, and drabs.
1: My thing is, they gave him. When I say camcorder, I mean yeah. handheld video camera for like home videos. And like Ooh. Joseph Newgarden actually said, that's a camcorder for like home videos, dude. Do, <laughs> do you know what this is? <laughs> like,
2: probably not. Probably not.
1: Like. Best wholesome, hilarious content. I was laughing the entire time. A plus, 100% A plus. Good job, McLaren.
0: McLaren Um, I
1: have one to rival you, and Mm. I'm not trying to take David's thunder. But Mm.
2: if you haven't already seen the Ferrari Peroni advert of them, uh, oh my god, (laughs) it's well worth a watch. It's truly. Charles Clare dropping a torch mid heist is the most accurate thing that could happen if you were to personify this. So, yeah, loved it. Excuse ten out of me. ten. Well that. done, social Excuse media me. team.
0: Charles, want to do something? And it's like Charles. We're trying to do a heist here. Why are you doing this? We are talking about a man yeah. that
1: did chase down his, uh, his attackers at at speed limit in a Ferrari. Use, use okay.
0: terms we're also talking well. about a man
1: who got into a car with strangers.
2: Hmm. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> okay, learning moment of the week comes from the 24 Hours of Daytona, which I watched actually quite a lot of this weekend. Had it on in the background, dribs and drabs, And yeah, it was a great, great race. You've got the four classes, so we've got four sets of winners. There was a battle for the lead on the last few laps in the GTP class between the number seven Porsche Penske, which was driven at that moment by Felipe Nasser, and the number 31 Cadillac driven by Tom Blomquist, Basically, the issue was the white flag, which signals the final lap, was shown in error, with three minutes of the twenty-four hours still remaining, i.e., one whole lap. So NASA took the flag with one minute thirty-five left. So it's not actually the twenty-four hours of Daytona, it's the twenty-three hours, fifty-eight minutes and twenty-five seconds of Daytona, because they is. didn't actually finish the entire twenty-four hours. So, you know, there's a lot of confusion. And NASA have admitted they made a mistake. Now like I say, it was the last few laps, there was a battle for the lead between the number seven and the number 31. But by the time you got to this second to last lap, the gap had got to two seconds. And so realistically, but even so, it was one of those things where everyone sat there and like, the commentators are confused, the spectators are confused, we're chatting on our Discord, we're all confused. Nobody really knows what's going on. Because we're like, no, it's not 24 hours yet. It's not a 23 hour, 59 minute race. It's a 24 hour race. and anyway the learning moment is check your timings, guys make sure you know how many laps we've done how many minutes we've done less relevant for us in formula one because apart from the heavily delayed races typically we're not counting down to a timer we're doing a number of laps and mm-hmm. you know, sometimes after time we get those right but there are other series other the races where it is time-based and it's always good to check our watches so Winners, just in case you're interested. In the GTP, like I said, it was a number seven with Felipe Nasser, Dane Cameron, Matt Campbell, and one Indy 500 winner, Joseph Newgarden. In the LMP2 category, it was a number 18 era motorsport. In the GTD Pro, it was the number 62, you guessed it, Ferrari car, managed to win. Amazing. And in the GTD, it was the number 57 Winwood racing Mercedes. So lots of winners, lots of Rolexes given out. Lots of new watches for everybody, and fun was had by all. I think. Money, you had a question that was related to Daytona. So I'm gonna segue nicely into Moni's question of the week. Talk to us. What did you pick up from watching Daytona? What is your question?
0: Okay. It's just a like more sort of a clarifying question and it also kind of relates to F1 in terms of like what the question is. I just need a re-clarification of what a chassis is because they kept mentioning for I forget, I think it was the GT and then the one above it that they had the same chassis but there was differences within the cars which is why it was different classes so can you guys help me is, clarify that the chassis is just like basically the base of the car like if we were to strip it down that's what the chassis is right or am I wrong
1: the chassis is the
2: metal frame Okay. yeah now it, interestingly in LMP2 there's a choice of four chassis I think mm-hmm. and all but one car in the LMP2 category all use the same and the one car that didn't failed pretty on. <laughs> so there are elements for which, yes, they can have variety in the chassis that they mm. use. But certain things are suited to certain styles of racing. But otherwise, yeah, it's largely the body of the car. Okay. Okay. Now, you've got things like F2, for example, mm. where the chassis is the same for everybody. Mm. So the car roughly is the same for everybody. Mm. You look at F1 and we see these massive differences in side pods. That's massive differences in the chassis as well. Is that a fair okay. comment, Hannah? Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm always nervous when I explain something and Hannah sat there silently and I'm like, oh my gosh, is she silent because I've got this all over? No, 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 no,
1: no. I'm <laughs> silent because you're explaining it and you're doing a good job.
0: <laughs> yes. That was like, where? And my dad was watching it with me because I was just watching in the living room. And he's like, oh, it's like different. It's on for
2: parts. a while. People dip in and out.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I was like, oh, it's okay. It's different types of cars. Don't ask me about the differences. I just know it's different cars. They have different things. They're all doing their own race. It's very different. (laughs) That's as much as I got to explain to my dad. (laughs) He's like, and then every so often he goes like, they're still racing. I'm like, yeah, dad, it's 24 hours. So that was fun.
2: I did really enjoy it. I probably enjoyed watching the IMSA race more than I enjoyed watching the FE race, which I thought was curious because it was so long. Like, chances are I missed most of the exciting bits because I either was asleep at the time or busy at the time because... I didn't just sit and watch the entire 24-hour race, but I found it very interesting because there's often something going on somewhere. Mm-hmm. Whereas I find I don't find the FE quite as interesting yet. Maybe that's when they don't know it as well. But, you know, I'm going to try and keep tabs on quite a few different racing series this year, mainly because a lot of the people I like and support keep diversifying and going to new things. So I have to follow them and give them my support. So anyway... We are coming up on the week up to the launches of a number of the F1 cars, so we've got quite a few bits that we're going to go through. We're going to over the next few weeks, we're going to talk about special liveries, we're going to talk about some of the launches, we're going to talk about some iconic launches. But this week, we thought we'd start off by a little bit about the how cars are named. So you will have seen names floating around like the RB19 or the FS23, and you can probably figure out who these cars relate to. So your FS23. Scuderia Ferrari 23. That was their car last year. The RB19. Red Bull's car last year. But we thought we'd do a little bit of backstory, a bit of history on why these cars are named, how they are, where some of this stuff came to, and who better to enlighten us than our very own Queen, Queen Hannah. Hannah, talk to us. Talk names to us.
1: Actually, a lot of it's really straightforward. Some of them have cute little backstories. Some of them are, you know, fun little tributes. Like, mm-hmm. um, stakes car. We don't know if they're going to keep it, but when they were Alfa Romeo and Salber, I expect them to keep it though. Their car should be named the C44. Last year was the C43. The reason it's called C is the name Christine. Christine Sauber was the name of Peter Sauber's wife. So it is a great okay, car. If they don't keep it, I'll be really surprised since Sauber is still there. Mm-hmm. But we never know um alpine again really straightforward their project name for alpine separates their car launches and their branches into projects the f1 project is named the a500 project so it is a 524 so a it's a combination of the project name and the year so wait this year's will be the a this one should be the a524 some of these are not confirmed yet some of them are i'll let you know which ones are confirmed okay visa cash App red bull we don't know you were
2: going the florida weren't you and then they mm-hmm. changed from alphatari you were going in alphabetical order weren't you
1: i wasn't i was going in the order oh, of the yeah. article that i found well that's an alphabetical order then. yeah so visa cash app red bull or v carb we don't know what they're going to do however every single time they've rebranded they've started over from one i guess So fair. if we now do it. get if we do get it carb like one Alphatara, alphatari excuse me alphatari was the at one it's first year we should get I mean, the v carb o- 01 Carb so one, not like potato one, pasta one, bread. I would one. love it was that. Pasta one. I wish it was pasta one. If it was pasta yeah. one, I'd then, live. And then I'd buy every single piece of
2: their merch. Are you kidding me? No, because they're moving to Milton Keynes, so they're not even Italian anymore. So they can't have the it, pasta.
0: Different carbs. It's a potato tart one.
2: Yeah. Curly <laughs> fries
0: two. Like. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Curly fries two. brown three.
0: You know. Hey, yes.
2: we're offering suggestions. If you're from. If you're from v and you want any more name suggestions, contact guess, us, we're here for so.
0: you. <laughs> we got you.
2: <laughs> Las Vegas don't know where it's going to hit.
0: <laughs>
1: Aston Martin is the AMR. It should be the AMR 24. AMR just stands for Aston Martin Racing. It's always stood for that. So last year was the AMR 23. And um, when did that start be... for them? Because obviously Aston Martin
2: has come in in
1: the last five years. So did they just, when they took over, did they just start AMR 21? It's a good question. The Racing Point, when Lance and Lawrence came in, they named it, when it was Racing Point, it was the RP-19. Mm -hmm.
2: They
1: just kept it going once they changed. Right.
2: So that never,
1: that started, I guess, when they picked it up, and then they just kept going because that's tradition.
2: So almost Um, in mm -hmm. flux to how Alpha Tauri
1: formerly
2: It out, uh, Aston Martin just took the air and stuck an acronym. In front of it. Right yeah.
1: now, here's where it gets interesting we do not have <laughs> a. We have now, as of two minutes before recording, we have Ooh. the confirmed name of the Ferrari that is going to be the SF24. Now, the reason we weren't oh, sure, gasp shocked. Hang on a second, the reason we weren't sure is because it's 85 years since the first Ferrari was fired up, it could have oh, been the see- SF85. The reason people say that is because the SF75 was a car in 2022. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And that's the
2: because, one that Arthur drove this week, isn't it?
1: He drove the F175. I believe so. I think so.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, the F175 was the car for 2022. So they broke tradition. Usually mm-hmm. they go by the year or something else. Okay. Like, and the SF is the Scuderia Ferrari. Scuderia Ferrari, yes. It stands for Scuderia Ferrari. Now, one that we don't have a confirmation on yet is the VF24. That's Haas. Now, the reason it's VF is... I don't like it. Hang on. Hang on. It's kind of a cute story.
0: Okay. Um, the I The V that back came now. into Come play...
1: Into. The V came into play when Gene Haas created the first CNC machine, which he named the VF1, the V standing for Vertical or Vertical Mill and added the F1 to designate as the very first one, and the V stuck.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: I guess, okay. go walk, Gene.
2: The VF1, fine, 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 fine.
1: <laughs> now, the, they started, here's the interesting one, they, when they joined the grid in 2016, it was the VF16, it was not the VF1. So they've been going for that for a while. Okay, okay. I like that at least, and this I will say this
2: now before we move on to something where I don't like it, Is I like that the bigger numbers? It's obvious, just correlating to the year that pleases my brain. Yeah, I actually prefer that to what you're about to get onto, McLaren. Less so then, more so the next one,
1: McLaren. Then, so McLaren is the MCL thirty eight. We think the the the. The chassis follows the number since Ron Dennis left. Okay. The team only exception to that would be last year, which is the MCL 60, skipping 37. They will not be using the number 37. This is not the 37th chassis. Interesting. It's the 38th chassis. Mercedes is the W15. W stands for Wagen. And then the chassis number. has always been since they started. And that's from in the- their
2: inception. So they were 2010? Yeah.
1: So they're not the fourteen. No. Remember, zero counts as a number. 2010, Twenty ten, one, two, three, four, five, six, oh, see, see, and this is it. This is what I mean. That's annoying.
2: That's really <laughs> annoying
1: to me. I don't
2: like. I I'm not a fan, personally. I prefer it like, and we'll get to Red Bull, which I like even less, because it just it's close enough that you think it should be right, but then it's wrong, and I don't yeah. like that. I like the ones that go with the year because that makes sense to me, and I, I understand. No, I understand you. I know what you're about to say. I understand that they're about that it's about their longevity and their history, and I think that's lovely for them. But for me, personally, it's confusing.
1: Red Bull's the worst, but mercedes aren't much better. All
0: right. Hang on a second.
1: Sorry. So Red Bull's about to piss you off more, and I will give you a reason oh, why in a second.
0: Oh, I well, can't wait for Red this. Red Bull
1: is the RB20. We know this. And yes, it has been 20 years since their... It's, it's their 20th chassis, mm-hmm. technically speaking. Technically, it's not their 20th chassis, and I'll tell you why. Um, Red Bull, it's 20 years, so they're calling it the RB20. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason it's not their 20th chassis is because technically they never used an RB17. There was no RB17. There was an RB16B because they decided to use the same chassis two years in a row.
2: I'm glad they didn't annoy me further by doing an RB17 in their 18th year, because that would have just been really vexing. <laughs> and Now,
1: <laughs> here's apologize. the interesting thing, is that a lot of people thought that it was to respect Jules which I would have loved that if it was, but no, it's just because they decided to use the same chassis. Because um, number 16? To, okay. to not use the number 17.
2: Um,
0: oh, so. okay, okay.
1: So, but then I find
2: it weird that Red Bull and V-Carb mm-hmm. are the same. But they use trailer, different,
1: yeah, I don't know. Completely different naming conventions. Because, that's so weird. That's annoying. I think <laughs> it's because the car itself is a different setup. It might be the same frame, but it's a different setup. Interesting. I'm just saying,
2: my neurospicy brain doesn't like it. Okay. Yeah. Well, does <laughs> we like mine. We like cleanest. I, uh, I'm, am just not a fan. That's.
1: Ellie is not approved.
2: Okay. It's not Ellie approved. I'm sorry. And anyway, last but not least, Williams.
1: Williams. Um, On we are expected to name it the FW46. Last year was the FW45. As you may have guessed, the FW stands for Frank Williams. Frank Williams. They did not See, start at the one though. They did not Sorry, start at o one. Real? They started at o six because it had been the sixth car that he had built himself. But the only the first one that he uh. entered, so oh, they started at oh. six. And it's only been forty chassis that they've built. So yeah, okay, oh, wow. okay. pass. <laughs> it's a pass. Now it's I a pass. Of, if we have time, Ellie, do we have time? Yeah, we got time. I have a little bit of a. Pop quiz for you guys! Now, our so listeners sorry. who are more, oh who might be a little bit more familiar with Sebastian Vettel, may have thought that when we said we were going to talk about car names, we were going to talk about his car names because they're a little different. Can you oh, no. give me hey, any of oh, those no. car names? Of oh of no, Lewis named oh. one of his cars. I can't. No, I Lewis can't. named one of them. Yeah, talila I, I don't know. Something like that. It was in the the puppy video that he did recently. He yeah. said he named one of his cars. He named one of his cars, but can you give me. I have names for Seb's cars all the way up to 2021.
2: I don't know. I won't
1: be able to do them no. justice, but I know that no. they
2: are always female names. Are they not? Not necessarily. The last
1: one kind of. Um, the last hopeful. one kind of walks that line.
2: No, you'll say them, and I'm like, yes, I knew that, but I don't want to put any out there because I don't think I'm right. Do you want me to I, I just. Can't
1: go
2: through through from the beginning so what was his first year 28 2008
1: 2008 was julie yep all right sub 2009 was kate or kate's dirty sister i'm not joking i don't know i i thought they were two separate cars originally so that's new news to me i thought they were two completely separate cars no Um, i i didn't know. okay um 2010 was luscious liz or randy mandy depending on who you ask um this is 20... the thing, they were, always, they were always sexy lady names. They were always sexy lady. Here's the one that actually has backstory and was named after Kylie Minogue. Um, Kinky Kylie was 2011. Love that. Abby was 2012. Yep. 2013 was Hungry Heidi. 2014 was Susie. 15 was Ava. 16 was Margareta. 17 was Gina. 18 was Lori- Loria. I can't read my own handwriting. Hang on a second. It's Loria. 19 was Lynna. 2020 was Lucilla or... Lucia? Lucia, I don't know. Lucy, no, Lucia. Lucia. There was an A at the okay. end. Um, and Lucia? then 2021 oh, was right. Honey Rider, and 2022 he never named, right? He, I don't know if he named it. I have a feeling he uh, did, but he w- didn't want to say what it was. I think that's it. So he never publicly revealed what he named. Yeah, his car. So,
0: right. so he didn't like
1: her. Yeah, he didn't like her at all. So <laughs> he never revealed the name, which is fair. Totally fair.
2: Keep, keep your
0: secrets. Keep your secrets up.
2: But no, I, I believe Lewis said recently that he did name one of his cars. Yeah, I want to say it's really, but I think I might be wrong. But some drivers do. They like to, you know, build a relationship with their car. It helps them to feel connected and at and one together. But Hannah's right. That was not what we intended when we said we were going to talk about car names this week. But thank you. That was informative.
1: There was a rumor at one point in time that he had named one Sadie after the name, the song Sexy Sadie by the Beatles. But that is not true disappointing i have a friend
2: called sadie he was named after that song if you're listening Sadie, hi. okay that's pretty much all we've got time for today that's all we've got to
1: cover do you have any other thoughts comments questions no i'm just excited for the car launch and the new rules like i'm really excited that we actually got that right before we started recording (laughs) i love that no obviously we've got the car launch coming up which we'll discuss in a lot more detail next
2: week but before our episode comes out on thursday the 8th of february we would have had some of the launches. So before we get into that, which launch are you both most excited for?
1: I'm excited for Williams because it's going to be here in New York. Right. And I'm hoping that they don't, I'm hoping that they keep it to a minimum like they did last year. 18 minutes was solid. We don't need the two hour expedition like Red Bull did when they were here. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really think they have the potential to do a lot of cool things with that, depending on where in New York it is. I don't think we have an address yet, but I think it'll be interesting. Maud, what about you? Which one are you most excited for?
0: Oh, I want to say Williams just because it's Williams. At the same time, Ferrari had a good one last year. So I'm excited for Ferrari. I think those are probably the ones I'm excited Oh
1: yeah, for. that's the one time we're going to get drivers talking to each other over the radio. We <laughs> that had that fun. last year.
0: Yeah, that I forgot really about that. Yeah. Yes. yeah, so those are good
1: too.
2: i I'm probably most excited for v Cop. <laughs> Sentence I never thought I'd say. I just, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to think. And it's in Vegas. Which is fun, and it's got Daniel... Oh, I did not know also that. Fun. Yeah, so it's in Vegas, three days after the Super Bowl. I had no idea yeah. that was in Vegas. That's but, news to me. <laughs> yeah, well, because I think Daniel was expecting the Buffalo Bills to be there, so that his good old pal Josh Allen was going to go.
0: Mm, oh. Sorry, Daniel.
2: sorry yeah,
1: Daniel.
0: The Bills, the Bills but, said, nah.
2: <laughs> but, well, the Chiefs said, no.
0: Nah. <laughs> I mean, Josh Allen didn't, anyways. No, That's a different
2: ramp, <laughs> but we um, and I'm also excited, I'm quite excited for the steak one as well. And that's mainly because, particularly with those two, I don't know what to expect from the liveries, I don't know what cardinals are. Drake, to it's all, so. But steak is rumored to because the kick logo is neon green, so there's rumors mm-hmm. that it could be a neon green car. The Alpine are teasing camo pink, so I'm kind of this more should be excited weird. for the robe ones. I want a pink car. I,
1: I want a
0: pink car too, but I don't want Camel. Camo? Camel Pink is a, <laughs> that's a look. And I don't know if they want it's the look they want me when I picture in my head when I think Camel look, Pink.
1: Look.
2: For those three actually, V Carb, Steak Kick, Salva F one team, party and Alpine, they look like they could just be a bit different. Whereas we all know, oh look, McLaren looks the same. We already know that now. Red Bulls, oh, I can't wait for Red Bull to
0: shock me off this year. So different. Be Williams, like
2: you say could be some interesting stuff there but i'm excited for some of those ones so by the time we get to next week we will have had a few of them and then next week we're going to talk exciting launches historic launches iconic launches featuring the wife of one of the team principals currently on the grid so and a bunch of interpretive yeah. dancers <laughs> right so tune in next week to find out all about that but until then i think that's it from us hi guys
0: bye, bye. guys <laughs>